What's going on? It's Jealous from Nick and Tom Show. Here, give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And you know what you gotta do, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm hearing it echo. Before I get it off, Okay, here we go. What's going on? It's Jealous from Nick of Time Show. Here, give you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And before I officially get it going, you know we got to do the Nick's win. So you know what we do with the Nick's win? We hit the gunshots, damn it. <laughs> the gunshots are That's off right. today. That's right. Off. Let's, let's go to Nick's hit. 500, they beat the Indiana Pacers in a thrilling game, all right? We didn't even take no mess. Julius Randle versus Sabonis, Julius Randle proved. He proved why he was taking over Sabonis, all right? That's right. right. Thrilling game. Uh, We we had to fight back from nothing. (laughs) Slow start. Fourth quarter, we saw heroes from RJ. We saw heroes. We saw Derrick Rose make some baskets. We saw Julius Randle make some baskets. We saw everybody make clutch baskets. It was a thrilling game. We came back. We won. We 500. And we also saw my guy. We know who we saw, man. We know who we saw, man. You know who we saw. The Prince, Frank Lilakina, came in and sealed the deal for Track. these Knicks, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm Frankie Cat, boy. <laughs> nine lives. Exactly. Frankie Cat with nine lives, man. Roll, tell me how. Tell me what you think of this game, man. Give me some. Man, you know, it, it was it was it was another one of those type of wins that any other year but this one we would have lost. Yeah. And for the for one of the self, few times this season, the Knicks won in the third quarter. So it was it was that type of game. It was frustrating at times. It was you know because uh, for example, uh, you know, RJ was calling me, pull my hair out, and then. Uh, he would make a big three or two, you know, and then uh, D Rose was making, you know, CJ McConnell look like all NBA, you know, and so there was going back and forth, but it was the type of game that at the end of the day, because of the way this coaching staff is changing the culture, we won this game. Man. And of course, Julius was like you said, Julius was showing, you know, he, he's better than Sabonis. He's like, he show, and he was talking to him. They were talking, they were drawing all oh, yeah. day. Oh, yeah. And Sabonis was resorting to grabbing him and messing. And- <laughs> Yo, and the thing about Julius too, he made it known that uh, he took this game personally, man. And yes, I, was, he did. I, I was a little concerned before the game. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie because you know what happens when a guy gets snubbed for the All Star game. That's they right. They usually come in with him like a, ex, a little extra zeal, a little extra fervor. And I, you know what, Sabonis did bring that fervor. You saw he was tight. You saw he was playing well. Yeah. Or at least attempting, but the Knicks defense and Julius Randle's defense. That's right. In particular, just took him out the game. No, they was up in his behind, man. So that's why he, he was trying to go off. He was trying. He was trying. Yeah. The, the Knicks was all up in him, man. And and they wasn't no, they wasn't having it. They wasn't having it. Julius was not having it, man. And I liked at the end when Julius got his fifth foul, mm-hmm. that they switched and they put and I thought that they was smart. Be, Put put Julius on um, Miles Turner, right, and then, and then put and put Nerlens Noel on Sabonis. That's how that should did that from the beginning. Because what Nerlens showed me yesterday, he's you know even though he's t- totally the, the classic Butterfingers, don't ever let him. No, kind of, <laughs> no that's a fact. <laughs> his feet are pretty quick for a big man. No, he yeah, was staying with um, Sabonis. In fact, he was frustrating Sabonis with his length. So I think going forward, if we meet them in the playoffs. And we can start talking about that now. Yeah, we, we can. Oh, yes, we can. <laughs> and you want Nerlens or Mitchell guarding Sabonis, and you want Julius guarding Miles Turner. You know what? I can see that happening in more spurts because also what I noticed happening in that game was, um, and Clyde mentioned this too during the game, I, Julius Randle really didn't go off until right. later in the, in the, um, the fourth quarter. Right. And I, what I realized what he was doing was he was conserving energy. Like he was, he was conserving energy. You saw how hard he had four steals on the night, right? Half yep. of the plays, um, he was kind of just kind of standing around on offense. He mailed it in a little bit on offense until the third or fourth quarter. He let Derrick Rose do his thing. He let RJ Barrett do his thing. He let other people really do his thing, and he just concentrated on shutting down Sabonis. And then when the right. third and fourth quarter came, when or when when um the bench came, he beat up on the bench guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? No, you know what happened? 
I, it reminded me now, okay, I'm dating myself again, but that's how Oscar Robinson used to do it. Oscar uh. to a game and he would not hardly take a shot in the first two quarters. And he, and what he said was he wanted to get everybody else off. Right. Then he'd take over later in the game because Julius is, and this is what I, I loved about one of the things I really liked about this game in terms of Julius Randle. He knew he was going to get his shots. Yep, he, he knows. He was going to get now. his shots. He knew it anytime he wants, he's going to get his shots. So he was getting everybody else involved to the point that you even heard the frustrated in Clyde's voice. Yeah. Clyde said, he's not looking at the basket. Yeah. But he was trying to get everybody involved. Mm -hmm. He knew he was going to get his shots. And like you said, he also was, I'm sure he was cognizant that there's a game today. Yeah. And so he's resting a little bit. He's getting everybody involved. And then when the proper time came, mm -hmm. he took over. He took over. Yeah, and he, I feel I feel like at this point he knows his role and he's evolving in his role and he knows he, he's playing it perfectly now. He knows exactly. how to pick his spots now. And I mean, it was typical. What he get? What, 28, 28, yep. 10, man, and, and six assists. Six it was assists. like, this is like, this is like normal for him. This is every day. This is every yeah. day. With the four steals, man, and hell, Sabonis to, to 12 points in the game. So Put it was like, man, that boy. Man, that boy. And the Randall's defense with Sabonis was good. I, and I feel like, you know, I, you're right. I would like to see New Orleans Noel on him some some more, just to give Julius Randle a blow sometimes on yep. the offensive end. Yep. yep. Um, but I, I feel like you know, is he feels like the strength is the same. That's probably why he feels like put Julius Randle on him. Yeah, but I realized that the quickness and length on New Orleans frustrated Sabonis at the it end. Did. That three pointer that he got in, that was a chuck. He just threw that up. Oh there. yeah, that was luck. You I, know, <laughs> I mean, and that was that, that was blessing for him because he was getting the lockdown, and that's why he. I think he purposely fell on um on Nerland's legs like that and he was yelling and stuff, man. Cause he was getting frustrated. The Knicks were frustrated. Yeah, the Knicks are frustrating. They played pretty good team defense on Oh him. my gosh. Um, and it didn't start off like that though. In the first quarter we then you know the Pacers we um they were up zero to eight. Um and, and called timeout. Yep. Tom called timeout. He rallied the troops and the defense the defense picked up a tad. I didn't feel like he's played bad defense really the whole night, I just feel like there was more intentional defense since that timeout. Um, but we never really to, we was never really, we never really ended up closing the gap no. until that second quarter. Yeah, that second quarter, man. Yeah, he's got to come out. Yeah, because like, I would have seen. Because see, what I noticed, which we kind of, we kind of already knew, like Derrick Rose has surprised us with yeah. the intensity because his career has never been a great defender. So. I, but it was killing me because I don't have any respect for TJ McConnell. As everyone he was on right. Philly, I was like, this guy's a scrub. And so he was taking D Rose yeah. off the field. He had he what, took his cookies. Yeah, McConnell was McConnell ended up with 17 and 12 assists. I mean, he was he was killing us. But whenever we were doing the gang defense, whenever we were playing right. team, that's when you know we put a lock on him. If they were trying to get McConnell. One on one with D Rose, he was killing us. But then McConnell wasn't trying to take over the game. And like I said, we had I, I noticed when they announced their starting five, they got two Nick killers, which was McConnell and uh, it was McConnell and Sabonis, and two ex Nicks in McDermott and Holiday. Yeah, McDermott still five. still mad. He McDermott still mad. Yeah, and Holiday too. My, he was like, we if he didn't resign Holiday, he's like, I. He's still going off. He's still mad. Yeah, they were both them. going off. They were both trying. They, they was all like they had that that. Uh, like that vendetta situation going, mm -hmm. and then his brother's like, you know, he told his brother about us, you know, so his brother yeah. was going off on us too. <laughs> then RJ was taking. They had the nerve to try to put Aaron Holiday on RJ. I was like, what are you crazy? Yeah. And RJ did, took him to school, man. So now you're right, you're right, and and yeah, to and too. to get back on the Derrick Rose conversation, man, you're you're absolutely right. One on one. Uh, his defense on McConnell, on McConnell wasn't good. I, I think there's just a quickness. I think it's, it's just a quickness, um, a quickness difference. Derrick Rose, like he doesn't have, I don't think he has the lateral quickness that we would like sometimes. But what I did like about Derrick Rose is the team defense was yeah. was really good for him, especially after that timeout. Yep. I feel like I've seen him get his hands on a lot of balls. I've seen him oh, yeah. get oh, some yeah. blocks. He got in the passing lane. And that's a lot of the reason why the Knicks uh, team defense um, was able to get back his, get, us, get us back in that game. You know what I mean? Both, both Tom and, and Derrick Rose both admitted. Tom wouldn't say that he lost a step as far as quickness, but he had. Yeah. But, but, bo but both of them said 
that he's playing much more IQ, more high yeah. IQ now because of experience. So he 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 really you can't have them type of knee surgeries and not lose some lateral quickness. I mean, it's going to happen. Plus, yeah. he's thirty-two, exactly. but he had enough, and then he uses IQ because you know at the end it was Sabonis through the pass that Derrick Rose deflected and Frank ended up stealing. So yep. Derrick mm-hmm. Rose been playing the passing lanes extremely well, extremely you know. Well. And, he, and he's using his IQ defensively extremely well. Now, offensively, I, I was a little disappointed. He turned, we had a couple of 24 second violations. Right. D Rose wasn't getting everybody in the flow at first. He was going off because he didn't want McConnell showing them out. So he was going back yeah. at McConnell because he also had 17 11. So they played to like a draw. But D Rose was not getting everybody involved. A couple of times the ball was just stalled, man. And that's why when Frank and IQ came in the game, the ball started humming, and they and they and they start. The Knicks had twenty five assists, right. and most of it was when them cats came in the game. Well, you know, the heroes did have eleven assists, but I, I do feel like um, I say this though, I feel like he got um, he got Julius Randle a lot of shots. Um, well, yeah, he was playing Peyton's yeah, role. Yeah, he's playing Peyton. <laughs> yeah, he's playing Peyton's role. He, he's yeah, playing Peyton's role. Yeah, but, that's why he had the eleven assists. He was yeah. catching two, but but that's all good. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying D Rose had a bad game, but no. I'm saying. Weaknesses were exploited. That's all I'm saying. No, I get you. I get you. Yeah, his weaknesses were exploited. Seventeen eleven. You can't sneeze at that. Yeah, you can't sneeze at seventeen eleven. But he was given. He was getting Randall in the spots Randall needed to get to. And not only that, I think he had a couple of. Um, I think he had some alleys to uh, Noel as well. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but he was he was getting he was he was getting uh, Julius the ball. That's what we want. We want him to get Julius the ball. Absolutely. This is, but it, this is what Peyton was missing. Yeah. Peyton was not consistently doing offensively what D Rose was doing. Yeah, exactly. He like was also getting the ball to, to Julius. And and while we lose a little bit defensively, it's not enough to kill us. We lose a little bit defensively, right. but we gain so much more offensively. They got they gotta really respect D Rose is a, a better shooter than Peyton. Right. It's to the basket and finishes better than Peyton, you know. So He's much more of an offensive threat. They gotta, they gotta, you know, guard him. They no, gotta guard. Now you're absolutely right. What he's bring, what he brought to this game today was, you know, like people can't go under as much because he's hitting that mid range. Um, right. He's under hitting that mid range. That's opening it up. I mean, he hit one for three today from three points. So he's not a uh, like a knock down three pointer. But it, you're you're much more comfortable with him taking the three than Alpha Payton. That's for sure. Not and, only that, the team's gonna respect him more than Alpha Payton. Absolutely. Me, absolutely. Know? And, and he can't, because you know why? Because there's games where he can't actually hit two, three, or four. Exactly. He can get hot. He can definitely yeah. get hot, and it won't be yeah. a fluke. And you'd be like, okay, he's hot today. I have to play him up on him. Right. And exactly. exactly. And I also feel like, you know, there was a point in the game where the Knicks were down 16 points, and I feel like he helped, his defense helped ignite that as well. Like, actually, there was, like a, there was a lineup of Rose quickly, Randall, Barrett, in the well that kind of started that ignition yes. when we were down 16 points. And yes. that's the part when I started yelling, I was like, ah! Yes, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, no, and and I think D. Rose, he had four steals. That was when he got a lot of his steals during that run. Mm-hmm. And so he was playing the passing lanes beautifully, man. And so, um, like I said, you can see the IQ on him has grown, you know, since when he was a younger player. So he he's really making up for whatever steps he lost with, gain, with using that experience. And, uh, man, I mean, that was... That was really. I was so glad that they won the third quarter. I was concerned because, like, I knew it. I wasn't really concerned when they were down sixteen. This is the NBA. You got runs. People run, make runs. Right. So, and especially like, like the other day, the Knicks scored seventy something points in the first half. What was it, against the Kings? And the Kings made a run in the second half. See, right. so when the run is when something is done too early. You know, th- th- that's not a big deal to me. I wasn't as concerned. I was more concerned when they were down five in the fourth. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll say this, too. Uh, see, speaking of five in the fourth, all right, R.J. Barrett is another person, actually, I want to highlight during this because he's had one of these up and down games. Um, but I, I, I'm going to give Rose's props, too, on this one because I do feel like Rose kind of got him going. He was in the corner a couple of times in that first half, and he helped close the gap. He hit a couple of threes in that first half and make you think, yep. all right, R.J. Barrett, you know, he, he, he's starting to come. But, you know, that first quarter also feel like R.J. Barrett's messing up because, you know, Miles Turner was in the paint, and he, every time he tried to go to the hole, um, he, he couldn't really finish, and yeah. we we actually didn't. We've been finishing well in the paint lately, but not to the to the Pacers. We actually only have forty two points to fifty two to the Pacers, and Miles right. Turner had a lot to do with that. No, Miles Turner is the number one shot blocker in the NBA, and you can see why. Yeah, exactly. his timing. 
His timing is excellent, and he doesn't leave his. He's very disciplined. Like one time, I think RJ got in there and was pump faking, and my man was not going for it. Man, he was sitting right there waiting, and RJ had to pass it out. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But the thing about that too is the fourth, the fourth quarter, man. The fourth quarter is where everything went down, and that's when, that's when I'm. That's when you start to realize, our man. When you, when you think about all these crazy trades of putting RJ in a trade and then you see stuff like this <laughs> in the fourth quarter and then you're just like, okay, this is, this is, he's only 20. He's doing right. this at 20. It doesn't happen consistently, but you can see like the more he gets comfortable at 22 or 23, this could be a thing. So this is the thing that makes you hesitate about putting guys like RJ in these trade scenarios like Bradley Bill you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's stupid. You can't, you know, man, no. There's players, people don't like to hear that because they don't want to hear that anybody's off the table. But in New York, we're talking about a change of culture, right? So that means now we're going to develop players. RJ is prime number one. <laughs> you know, you got to develop this kid. So Facts. he's already, he's only 20. I keep, I had to, believe me, I'm yelling at you to remind myself, well, he's only 20. He's, he's only 20. Only 20. He's, he's only 20. <laughs> he's he's 20. Some he threw some balls away and I was like, what is this kid doing? Yeah. But then he would come around and, and hit a big three, you know? And so you got to, you got to give him that time. And this is only his second year, man. Mm-hmm. So, People are talking like, you know, just, you know, you're talking about some players now like a Kuminga or a Jalen Green. They're in the G League. Yeah, RJ is just as young as them, and he's killing it in the NBA. Yeah, and you know, he's different. So, it's so different. this is a different game right here. So, wait, imagine. I mean, like I said, by the by the time you get to, it's not. See, with Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler took about five years to, mm-hmm. to really get what you yep. see right now. Yep, RJ's not going to take that long. You, you know, he's in the second yeah. year. Yeah, he's don't, ahead of him. for playoffs right now and get him playoff experience, right? Right. And then you come back next year, you're going to see some things, man. Nah, you're right. He's ahead of he's ahead of schedule as far as if you're thinking about Jimmy Butler and what he did with the, with the uh, Tom Thibodeau and how he developed. He's ahead yep. of schedule already. He's so ahead. He's the ahead. kind of coaching staff we have right now. If we stay the course and we keep RJ going in the course he's going right now, he should be good in a couple of years. No, nah, he's going to be this really, year, next year. He's going to be really good. Exactly. He's going to be really good. Imagine now he and he's working hard. Like he missed the two big free throws yesterday, but his free throws have been improved. And then when he he's inconsistent, but when he's hitting that three, man. He's really hard to guard because he will get to the basket on almost anybody because he's a strong kid, exactly. you know. And so when he's hitting that three, he's gonna be hard to guard. If he consistently, we can get him. And look, look, here's Julius Randle in mm-hmm. his seventh seventh year, exactly. In his seventh season, even myself, I was like, well, you know, if he's not getting it after four, five, six years, he's not changing. And I was wrong. Yeah. I'm glad I was wrong because this guy is a different player in his seventh season. But see, especially you have to understand when you get a kid like Julius or like RJ that's 19 when you draft him. Mm-hmm. You got to wait, man. You got to wait. That's what I'm saying. You got to give him that time. Unless you, like I said, if it's if you are one piece away from getting to the finals and you got to give up a Kevin Knox, okay. That's you know, when you do it. That's when you do it. But if you're not there, and this, and remember, people keep forgetting because we're looking at the playoffs when everybody was downing us early in the year. But keep this is the first year. This is year one of the rebuild. Yes, this is year one, man. Year one. We're, we're on, we're on schedule right one. now. We got young yeah, pieces so you winning cool. 500 basketball. We all right. Yeah, right you now. gotta be cool right now. And, <laughs> and it's not just the Knicks, you know, at 500 in the fourth seed. That that hole from like the fourth seed all the way down to like 10 is mm-hmm. only like a game and a half separating everybody. It's, it's wide open. It's wide, it's wide open. open. And you know what? We got a second half of the season to go, man. I mean, we don't even know what's going to happen with the Nets, with Boston, with uh, Philly, with um, uh, Milwaukee. This is another second half of the season. So this second half is going to tell us a lot. I'm yeah. really confident. I told, I was saying all along, I'm you looking for one wins, but I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if they outperformed that. Yeah, I and I I was I was thinking the same thing too because if you consider what Tom if you, if you consider what Fizdale was doing right when Fizdale was here he underperformed you saw what Mike Miller did when he got here that's Mike right. Miller got us to around a thirty win pace with a team that's not quite as good as it was last year so when I saw Tom Thibodeau here in my mind when I saw the projections I'm just like yeah. okay my heart says this is too low yeah but I'm I still have PTSD from being a Knicks fan. No, but, but, but I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, because they said, when I saw, when they hired Tom Thibodeau, 
and they put Kenny Payne in there and they brought Johnny Bryan in there. And especially yeah. I was confident when they brought Mike Woodson in there. I was like, nah, nah man. See, everybody was talking about the Knicks need talent. No, we got talent. It's called Tom Thibodeau. That was the guy we that needed. Was, yeah, that was good. That you know, was the guy's so, acquisition. Yeah. That's exactly we that's the guy mm-hmm. we need to sign. And so we got him and he it from he was, you know, he does what he does. Everybody was like, he's gonna change, he's not gonna be a I told y'all, an Ethiopian can't change his skin and a leopard can't change his spots. This cat is what he is, man. And so, but his 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 method is proven. I mean, he's a winner. Yeah, he's, he's winner. definitely a winner. He's okay. definitely. So he's gonna, and now he's see, unlike with the Minnesota situation, Cat and Wiggins, they didn't buy in. They didn't buy no, in. Yeah, and we knew that. We knew they that they had in. they were soft over there over there. It was soft, man. Yeah. And you know, my man Cat, you know, you know, bless him with his family situation. I hope everybody gets well and I hope he's absolutely he's good. as far absolutely. as playing, he crumpled up like a cheap suit in the no, playoffs. That's why Jimmy so, Butler had to be over there. Yeah, so but now you got some young lines that have all bought in. They all Facts. bought in. Facts. They all bought in. So when they get to the playoff, war is gonna be I, I yes. don't if I'm any team. I don't want to play the Knicks in the first round. I don't want to deal with them. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Yo, before before we before we get going, because I, I still want to get into this fourth quarter and that end and some details and what happened. But salute to the chat first for, before we even get to the to, to, uh, fourth quarter. Hit that thumbs butt, up button for you. Please like, subscribe to the channel, man. Um, we're going to be doing these post-game uh, shows. Um, I do a post-game show with CP and Ash, so I usually do it the day after. Or if it's an early game, I'll do it later that night. So the next post game will be tomorrow Monday. All right, tomorrow Monday night. So check out, check us out tomorrow Monday night for the next post game show. And while you're at it, you know, you people watching, if you're enjoying the show, please hit that thumbs up button, um, up button, and subscribe to the channel. And we just shout out the chat real quick, just because I already know. I already, you gotta give the chat love. Like, I thank you guys for rocking with us um, on a Sunday afternoon. Y'all loving the Knicks hard right now. We gotta give you some love back. All right. Shout out to Fritz Alessandor, man, who's always holding us down. Shout out to Into the Knicks verse. He says, love the show. Enjoying my morning with the magical flows of Jay Ellis and Raw, man. Salute to you, my guy. Shout out to Carlos Hernandez. Welcome back, sir. Cody Emmanuel, who's been repping with KOT for years. Shout out to you, man. Been here through all of our, our transitions. Shout out to Derek. Shout out to Tell Alejandro. Heck, Brizo. And everybody who's rocking in the chat, man. Shout out to you guys. Now, let's get this conversation oh, one more thing one more thing jazz one more thing oh, let's go what's up what's up yo y'all in the chat you know my man jail is putting work in right where them likes at hit that thumbs up button for your boy now come on now do that do that for your boy yeah, salute salute man we holding it down for my man ryan today you know yeah, he can't you holding it down let's do this thing man let's get them likes up yeah i don't even i don't even know i don't even know if you guys realize the stress that I put my body in doing um two post game shows and um <laughs> yeah man I don't even think I realize how much stress we put on myself but yo for real for s- real salute to everybody man in the, in the chat and in the YouTube channel universe man Tr- trying to build trying to build build a brand and build everybody up at the same time man shout shoot, shoot, shoot <laughs> to everybody supports for real for real, for real, for real. all right now let's get let's get back to this game because I, I have to I have to this was a a nice team win where I everybody contributed there was especially in the fourth quarter there was multiple contributors but i still have to highlight rj barrett specifically because of what he did in the yeah. four it was like a three or four minute span where he was involved in every single right. basket made whether right. it was a shot a free throw or a pass he was involved and he took over the game right because there was a point i say it was a 727 minute mark when uh the Knicks turned the ball over because we were winning for most of that third quarter and the Pacers made a push and they actually started to you know take the lead <laughs> and it looked like you know the Knicks were down the Knicks were down 93 98 with four minutes left RJ hits a clutch three bang yeah that's the three points there RJ gets an and one bang hits the free throw I'm like what okay then RJ he does his little I feel like IQ's rubbing off on people he, he, he <laughs> like he does his um you know the pick and roll but he, he yeah. sticks his butt out to feel it, yep, the the, the yep. play on and the hip to buy him some time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that move he sees Julius Randle in the corner pat a nice pass to the corner I'm like yes RJ's making those corner three passes Randle right. hits the three I'm just I'm like fire. I was like yo <laughs> and I'm just like man and then he scores another layup and then I feel like yo. I always get on Reggie Bullock. I swear, Reggie Bullock. Every time the game is on the line, 
<laughs> he misses, he fumbles, and he causes a turnover. Arthur yeah, sets him up with a gorgeous bounce pass, and Reggie Bullock fumbles the ball, and it comes out of his hand. Oh. <laughs> but it was uh. a... Oh no, we we won. It was a great team win, and it, it warmed my heart raw. When the finishing move was the defensive stand with Derrick Rose and the forgotten man, Frankie Cat boy. Yeah, man. You got nine lives, boy. <laughs> Frank Lilakita stealing the ball, hitting two clutch free throws after that. I was like, yes. But did you see what he did? He looked up at the clock. And he said, okay, I'm going to hold the ball. Mm-hmm. And they and made him foul. He, he, he was going to just run out the clock. And that was smart. That's high IQ basketball. High IQ stuff. Seven-foot wingspan. You, and listen, we know this is not the first time the Knicks have won a game on a Frank Nilakina stop. Absolutely. Absolutely. Happened with, the, you, happened with the Houston game. Exactly. That's the one that sticks out the most when James Harden yep. had the ball. And it's happened a few times, man. Yep. And so I'm telling you, when it's time for the stop in the play. See, this is what I'm thinking. We think in playoffs now, right? So now we, we, we've we graduated from 22 and a half wins. Okay, that's his foregone conclusion now. So, so now we're looking at playoffs. And when you're talking about playoffs, it's stuff like that. A guy that you can bring in off the bench to lock up somebody that's hot in the playoff or somebody that you need a defensive stop. It's a one possession right. game. Defensive stop. And you put Frank Nilakino on somebody. That's what you want him for. That's okay, what you want so him for. That's what you want. And and and, and just it's like this. When you watching golf, right? You see them, you know, one foot from the hole, and you be like, that's easy. But well, you gotta remember there's millions of dollars at stake. So that's mm-hmm. a different one foot. Different well, yeah. Right. So <laughs> in the NBA playoffs, when one stop on a one possession game, that's all the money right that's there. So you you're trying to get that. So that's what I'm saying. So when you see that, and then see, listen, JL, we've been singing this song for a minute. Yeah, RJ. Is a closer, man. Yeah, RJ, yeah. Be saying this since last guy. year. That's right. He's a closer, so he might mess up all game. Yep. But you want him in the fourth quarter Absolutely. in the game, okay? Because of what he did yesterday, you can see that. Now he don't do it every time, but neither did Kobe. But he got that gene in him, man. Exactly. He got that, He's got the that no fear gene, gene exactly. in him, man. So you want him, and bro, like I'm saying, man, let him develop another year. <laughs> we gonna have something with that kid right there, and then <laughs> my man quickly. Oh my. Gosh, Ooh, the, it's the four point play. He had it's another four point, point play, play today, man. second one in a row. I think he's been, oh he's been the only Nick who's done that. I'm trying league. to tell you, I have never seen um, Tom Thibodeau give this much rope to a rookie point guard. I've never seen him do it, man, because in all the years, people keep thinking of Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose was in his third year when mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau came, he wasn't That's no rookie. True. That's he's true. in you third season. Yeah, he was in his that. third season, like 21, 22 years old in the third season. And then in, in, in Minnesota, he had young play. He wasn't putting no rookies out there. No, but he wasn't. had with that boy named Teague. He had Teague That's out Teague, there. Yep. And he yeah, was... but now you got he's giving all kind of rope to Ike, and he should. Yeah. He's not starting them, but he's giving this boy a lot of rope, man. A lot of rope. I like it, no. I like now that yeah. Alfred Payton is out the, the, the picture for now. It, it just seems like I don't know about you, Raw, but I know Elf has been playing a little bit better, but it just seems like the team right now is just built a lot with a lot more balance with um, Jerry Rose in the starting line, who gives you a little bit more spacing. Um, IQ, no pressure to be passing the ball as much. Um, right. he, he can do what he wants as a point guard position. Uh, you have Franny Lakina, who um, right now is playing pretty good defense, pretty good team defense. He's, He's actually directing too. people. He's got two. Yeah. He's got two. And this version of Frank, um, and shout out to Frank for staying ready. This version of Frank is still a continuation of the older version we seen before he got injured because I feel like before he got injured, he, his confidence was coming. Like, he was making sharper decisions. He wasn't as tentative. And you saw that yesterday, too. He hit a pull-up three-pointer with a right. dude in his right. quill. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, the thing, too, bro, is that what, what, what I like about the whole the way this thing is is like this. I'm saying... I'm just saying, I think my man EP needs some more rest on that, you know, that hand. I let's think let, so, too. Let's let this boy, let's, yeah. let's yeah. let him rest like yeah. five more games, yeah, you know, just five. to make sure he's right, man. You know, yeah, let's yeah. after that. Because if the Knicks can roll off three more wins, Tom ain't going to change the rotation. I, that's, what I'm, that's exactly what I'm thinking. 
That's exactly what I'm thinking. Now, we got a tough one. I mean, we got a tough one today. The New York Knicks are better than the Detroit Pistons, but we're yeah. coming off a of back-to-back, right? right. And so that, that's going to give Detroit a chance. If we can win this game, now we got the tough one now is San Antonio. They just Absolutely. threw that in there on Tuesday. So we got San Antonio in San Antonio on Tuesday. San Antonio, that'll be their third game in a row at home. So this is, this is not going to be easy. So if we could, but I'm also thinking, bro, mm-hmm. if you keep that same rotation tonight, now you go to San Antonio. They've been playing together four games. Yeah. You yeah. know what? You know, my my trepidation with that is, okay, here's a problem right now. Um, Taj Gibson is injured. He got injured four minutes into the game. Uh, New Orleans as well ended up playing 40 minutes yesterday. Um, Julius Randle has played a lot of minutes. Um, it just feels I'm a little bit worried about the wear and tear from yesterday's game into today's game. Mm-hmm. Some I'm hoping, I'm, I'm saying I'm hoping, but I'm pretty, I, I, I haven't seen Tom change his stripes yet. <laughs> I'm yeah. hoping he relaxes the minutes today on the starters. He's not going to do it. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's going to happen today? I, I predict the starters are going to show, you know, they're going to show that they're, 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 you know, gassed and the bench is going to come out. You're going to see IQ and Frank and them come out and Burke and them come out and do their thing. That's what's going to happen today. Cause that's what the other game against the Kings, man. They scored seventy-one points, man. Yeah, they called. Yeah, they went off. They scored seventy-one points. So, so I mean, he's going. Tom's going to do. He's not going to change. He's going to do what he do. But what I'm saying is, is that okay? So we got Detroit today, San Antonio Tuesday, and then Detroit at home on Thursday. Okay, mm-hmm. and then we get a break after Detroit at home on Thursday. They don't play again for a week. Is that it must be All Star Weekend or something? Cause they don't play again. Until they on yeah. Thursday is the fourth. They don't play again until the eleventh. Yeah, so they, you know, so, so Nerlens, see, this is the thing you gotta remember about Nerlens Noel. He's playing for a contract. Yeah. Okay. So this is for him. If if you're Nerlens Noel, you're thinking, forget being tired. I gotta make this money. So this is where he earns some money. Yeah, I get it. I I definitely get it. This is where he earns some money. I keep looking at Obi like, man, if every time somebody goes down, I'm looking at Obi. I'm like, is this your time? Is this he put, he put Kevin in there instead of Obi yesterday? Huh? He put Kevin in there. Yeah, he put of... Kevin in there for instead of Obi yesterday, and it came out last week that Kevin was actually practicing with the first unit because you know they, they were doing a, a new lineup with the small ball five. Small ball. You know, I I think I understand it because Obi man, he, he gave somebody a four point, a three point. You know. A, yeah, so I mean, bonus is a is a difficult matchup for Obi. I mean, he jumped and, and jumped. Yeah. And I said, come on, man. See, the dad going, man. You should know to stay on your feet now. Yeah. So that's when Tom took him out and he put Kevin in there. Kevin said, yeah, I know how you feel, Obi. I'm going to stay on my feet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I think he's going to end up playing Kevin some more minutes today, though. I hope so. I, I hope so. I, I really want to see some of the young guys get more burned today. I, I don't want... And Derrick Rose in particular, because, you know, Derrick Rose, is, he's used to playing 20 minutes a game. He's a step slower. I don't want him playing 35 minutes on a back-to-back. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he's going to do it. I mean, Tom is not Tom's not going to give him no break now. So, so I'm saying is that what he played yesterday? He played how many minutes Derrick played? Derrick Rose played 37 minutes yesterday. Yeah. that's um, Look for 37 minutes today. <laughs> Nah, I, tell you, I mean, not... the only way you won't see Derrick Rose with 37 minutes today is if IQ is on pace for 25 plus today. Nah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, or or if Frank decides to go three for three from three or whatever. And this is then a... you might see him cut down some minutes on D Rose. But Tom, I'm trying to tell you, I've been telling you, he's not going to change. This is who he is. So he's been like that ever since he's been a head coach. So he's going to do the same thing now. And then he's looking at it the way I'm telling you. He's looking at this. He's like, okay, we got Detroit today, San Antonio, then Detroit. Then we got rest. Right. (laughs) No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I don't want to think about it that way, but probably absolutely right. So, But you know what? We pause right a second. I'm going to salute the chat again and get into the little pay the bills thing. And then we're going to keep it moving. All right. Salute to the chat, everybody who came in. If you're enjoying the show, hit that thumbs up button. Please like and subscribe to the channel. Here, here. Okay, so here's, here's what's happening. I'm doing a show with Knicks Fan TV, CP, and Ashley. Um, usually, we do a post-game show the next day since no, the show is a late at night. So the post-game shows will be the next day or if it's earlier that day. We're doing the 
if it's an early show, we're going later that night, all right? So stay tuned for live uh, post games with KOT. We usually have Raw here and Ryan a lot of times, CK and other people to um, talk post game Knicks with us, all right? Cool. So sh shout out to everybody in chat is supporting. Shout out to Fat Boy with Kicks. He says, we need to pick up another center, maybe Mobamba. <laughs> you already had this conversation already. Maybe Mobamba for Rivers. They have no guards right now. And send Peyton to the chip to the chippers. All right, look, man, look at this, man. Look, I like Mobama. Okay, I do. <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna tell you, I like him. So the only, but I can see like it depends on Nerlens Noel. If Nerlens Noel comes back, then we don't. Then he's not. But I, if Nerlens Noel is not coming back, let's say he gets a better offer somewhere else because he's gonna be unrestricted, then I can see. Okay, bring in Mobama and let him play behind um, behind Mitch. Mo Bamba's good, man. Mo I like Bamba's him. Good. You already know how I feel about Mo Bamba. Like, but but yeah. but you know, I'm not going to try to force a deal. I mean, I'd rather pick up. Somebody mentioned Kyle O'Quinn. Why we could pick up a guy cheap like that right now? That is true. That is you true. I, I would rather get Kyle O'Quinn in here right quick. He's not going to cost, but you know, whatever the, min the minimum is for the manager of the season, and then you know, we, we bring him in. But uh, I'll, I'll bring him back if we need a guy. But right now, we still Julius. Is going to drive some people crazy at the five. He, nobody could guard him at the five. You nah, know, so you. nobody can guard at the five. It's just, at this yeah. point, you know what it is. It's just that with with Taj down now, it makes it even more difficult to to uh, you know conserve energy. Like if no one, Nerlens Noel, like Nerlens Noel and um Nerlens Noel was, was playing in foul, with foul trouble most of the night yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he was. And he's been doing that a lot. And when you yeah, don't have Mitchell Robinson there and now Taj Gibson, that makes it even more difficult. So. Like I, I was trying to avoid picking up another big man, but at this point, it might be worth it to get somebody because yeah. of the yeah. position that we're in right now with injuries. Yeah, like a guy, I, I like a veteran, like a Kyle Quinn, somebody that could come in and play his role and know what his role is, you know, and not, you know, not try to, you know, mess up the chip, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I rock with Kyle. I like Kyle. I definitely. Yeah, like and Kyle. he's a New York guy. You mean? Um, I mean, um, oh, somebody said Jason said he signed with a team in Turkey, so he's not available. Okay, well. If that's the case, but I'm saying a guy like that, it don't have to be him, but a guy like that, somebody that's a journeyman that we could just plug in real quick for like 10, 15 minutes a game, you know, instead of Taj, you know, somebody like that. But um, I'm not looking at, you know, because Mo Bamba is better than Taj. I mean, he's just, you know, more upside. Yeah, there's more upside, which is why yeah. I, was, I was always like, you know, bring bring him in, bring him along slow. Don't, you know, this this will be a time for him to play, but there's no pressure to play him if, we, if, if we have Mitch in here, right? Like, yeah, that's, right. that's the way I was thinking. You know? Is Mitch, is Mitch uh, do you happen to know, JLS? is Mitch due back this season? Yeah, he's due back this season. Um, like the original, the original timetable, I believe, was it a few weeks? Was it like three weeks or so? I think it was. I think it was four to six. It was four to six. Okay. It was four to six, and he wanted a second opinion. I I never knew what happened after that. So, but even on the outside, if it was six, and this happened to him earlier in February, right? I mean, it was early. Right. Like, it's been like a week so, and a half or so, I believe. Yeah. So I think he'll probably be ready to come back at the end of March. So I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be all right. We could we could hang out, you know, for this month with 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 um, Julius playing a lot of five and Nerlens Noel. And uh, and Obi get more minutes or Kevin if they want to go small. I feel I feel like we're gonna end up using Austin Rivers to go to like a playoff team too. Like I can't see him. Yeah. I can't see him going to the match. I'd be so tight if I was Austin Rivers and I signed up to the Knicks and then I, and he, I got traded to the Magic. That'd be so. Oh bad. my God! No, no, he's gonna. They're gonna treat him better. And not only that, this is one of the good things about having my man Papa Leon in there because he's not gonna do nothing stupid. Watch Papa Leon turn this boy into a second round. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking yeah. second rounder from a playoff team or something or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Mook and Mook turned into IQ, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mook turned into IQ. Mook turned into IQ, man. They're making moves. They definitely yeah. So, moves. Uh, you know, I'm I, I I'm very confident in the front office. They they they're gonna do right by. I I wouldn't be surprised if he went to Philly with his dad. That would be. You know what? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I kind of feel so? like. I kind of feel like um he's over that, you know? <laughs> like, well, like he, he went there first to sign with them before he came to New York. His father told him, go ahead to the Knicks. Okay, you know what? You're right. You're right. You are right. That is true. He came there You're first. Right. I mean, his dad got him paid. That's how he got... He wouldn't have got paid if it wasn't on a clip with his dad. He got paid. I don't know how many millions they signed, 35, 50 million, something like that. But he got paid money that he wouldn't have gotten nowhere else. And then he built his reputation up. Then he went to Houston. And then he tried to sign back with his dad. And his dad was like... You know, go to the Knicks. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. I'm going to ask you a question after this. But first, before I ask you the question, I got to pay some bills real quick. All pay right? some
make that money. Man. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm warning you right now. These, these ads are crazy. Yeah, right? I'm just warning you right now. These ads. Are <laughs> oh man, yo. So, uh, yo. So, so shout out to Manscaped, man. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, so, hey, we're in the thick of winter and the storm is brewing. It looks like one to three inches are in the forecast when you trim that hibernation bush that's taking place in your pants. Crazy. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful <laughs> snowballs. <laughs> oh, my God. They actually said that. Snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely gotta cop this, cop this trimmer 3.0 man i'm telling you <laughs> oh man i can't even say that with a straight face every single time <laughs> cop the trimmer 3.0 comes with an led light um you can do it you can cut your you can shave in the shower it won't nick your hairs and you know it's precision and it makes sure you won't get too low right so definitely get the trimmer 3.0 it'll help you out and when you go to manscape.com when you're checking stuff out, hit that promo code KOT. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping. Yeah, so just tell them that we, we sent you. Do your thing. And, you know, if you're going to go there anyway, hit, hit that promo code. You'll get 20% off free shipping. And at the same time, you make us look good in the process. All right? And true. as my man Ryan always says, the bold deodorant is the truth. It's the best kept secret. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's for the snowball. <laughs> it's for the yes, yes. Keep those snowballs fresh. Get the ball deodorant. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, all right. Uh, man, I, I lost my every, yo. Every I lose my train of thought every time I do that thing. Well, Manscape will do that to you. <laughs> Because I wanted to have a conversation about Frank and his role with the Knicks. Okay, that's what oh, I was going Oh, yeah, with. yeah. Because, you know, Elver Payton has been out. I don't know what we want, Ro. I don't know what we want and what Knicks fans want. I pretty much was on the page that Frank Lakina was absolutely gone. The way yeah. things were going, I just knew he was gone. Um He's playing well right now. It doesn't still mean that he's not going. It just could. It just could mean that his value is up right now, right? Like that could also. It, that could be it. So, um, do you feel like this recent stretch, uh, um, ships Frank out, or do you feel like you know when Elf comes back, Frank's role will go back to normal? Like, do you? No, I, I don't know what decision Tibbs is going to make. If he makes the decision according to how he said he was going to do it, Frank stays in the rotation. But um, I don't, I don't, I saw last Sunday, we could go today. Frank was on the side. Right. Somebody asked Tibbs about it. He said, no, no, I like Frank. He said, he said, I, I, you know, he's, he's doing good things in practice, working hard when his time comes, he's going to be ready. Then, t then he put him in just like a couple of days later and Frank did good. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking that they really want to keep Frank. But the thing is, is that my, my thing is, I don't know how Frank and his representation are feeling. Like, this is a contract That's year for true. him. So, so yeah. if he's thinking, you know, if his agent is getting feelings from Golden State and from the Spurs and they're saying, you know, four years, 32 million or whatever, and you could go here and you can get more playing time in Toronto or whatever, then he may want to leave. That's true. You know, but if the Knicks... I'm just thinking, just I'm, and, and I, you know, I love Frank because of the way he played the game. But I'm saying, if I'm the Knicks, I'm keeping this kid for the playoffs because he's gonna be somebody you want to throw in there on a James Harden. He's gonna be somebody you want to put in there on a Kyrie Irving, you know, or you know, all of those guys you're gonna meet in the playoffs. You want this guy guarding him if you if you need that. So now nah, I agree with you. I would. I, I'm, I'm not trading. If I'm the Knicks, I'm selfishly not trading him because of what he can bring on the defensive end in crunch time. So. I'm not trading. Frank is a survivor. He's Frankie K. He got nine lives. Every, every time I think he's done. No, every <laughs> year, man. Every year since his rookie year, they've been talking about trading him. You know, and so it, it's never happened. You know, <laughs> so he survives again. Now, now I'm beginning to think, you know, he's just going to be here. So. I don't. That's, man. Because if I'm the Knicks, it was like you risk him, you risk him leaving for nothing. You know what I mean? Right, so That's, I don't. Think so gonna, I don't. I think they're going to. I think they're going to decide to sign him. Either make him the qualifying offer, 
or you know negotiate something. I don't know. I don't know what the number is going to be, but I, I tell you what, the playoffs are going to tell us a lot about everybody. I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, yeah. cool. And you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the chat again before I hit the chat. Shout out to Fat Boy with Kicks who sends a two dollar super chat. It says Nick's that dangerous team number one want no smoke with that no one wants no smoke with. You absolutely right. right. No one wants absolutely no smoke right. With. You're absolutely right. And, and shout out to everybody who's who. If you want to um donate to Nick Time Show with the super chats or cash apps or whatever, um, it definitely helps. We got a team of writers that we pay. Uh, we got Fritz who pay for editing and stuff. So. I don't pocket money and get new Jordans when people give. It's it's more for like building up the channel, building up the writers and the team, and making sure everybody gets their money. So if you're gonna donate, that's what you know where the money's going for. I'm not getting new Jordans or not like that. All right. So shout out to anybody who wants to donate to KOT show. All right. Cool. All right. So me me read some of these comments in the chat again before we wrap up. Uh, let's see. It says trade Frank anywhere but Toronto if it comes to that. Yeah, yo, Toronto. You already know Toronto is gonna know what to do to do with him, man. And they're yeah. going to, uh, they're going to build him up. There's several teams that will, you know, we mentioned Golden State, mm-hmm. Toronto, the Spurs, the Miami Heat, the Minnesota Timberwolves. They need a defensive guard. Uh, any, you know, there's a number of teams that would take Frank and 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 give him what he needs as far as time, you know. So um, th- that's there. Uh, I- I'm just wondering what the Knicks' plans are for him. And I cannot, I mean, you look back at this, you got a 22-year-old defensive guard, you got a 27-year-old guard that's on a one-year deal also. Um, is your, is Peyton going to take us anywhere in the playoffs? You know, because you know you got to start him. You're not going to bring him off the bench. So is he going to, is he the long-term answer at point guard? No, he's Absolutely not. not. Absolutely so you got not. Derek Rose, you got IQ, Frank's role is coming off the bench, so he's going to do that, you know. Right. So I don't see them, you know, trading or releasing him in favor of F- Alfred Payton. I, I just don't see that happening. But I'm saying that pr- if I'm the Knicks, I keep him because of the defense he will bring off the bench and put like he did yesterday. Yeah, like he, I agree with you. I agree with you. So you want him there. I mean, somebody mentioned Bruce Bowen. That's Bruce Bowen. That's what you want. Yeah, Bruce Brown who can set people up. Because you see, yeah. like, there's certain things that IQ, IQ, like, you know, IQ is coming along, and he's a really good scoring guard. There's certain point guard things I still would like him to learn. And yeah. if you watch Derrick Rose and Frank, the way they set up shooters, the way they set up um, yep. um, Julius Randle's little pocket passes in the, in the pick that's and right. roll, that's, like, right. that's something that IQ doesn't quite have yet. And that's why I even like IQ and Frank together because you can see you can see how you know IQ does something he hits a quick shot or if the offense needs to be set up real quick Frank can slide into that secondary yep. playmaking role and set up yep. the teammates around him so I feel like those two can work. And not only that, together. Frank can guard one through three for sure. Exactly. Can, and sometimes depending on who the four is, he can guard some of them too. So uh, you, you know you, you you want a guy like this is a Tibbs tailor-made guy and now he's back in the rotation so Tibbs has got a decision to make and we don't know what he's going to do but I'll tell you what if the Knicks can somehow beat Detroit twice uh and maybe lose San Antonio I don't see him messing with this lineup yeah no, I, I I I in my mind it made sense to me but you know what it made sense to me a month and a half ago when I was like why isn't Frank in the lineup when we have Austin Rivers not playing defense doing bad stuff Alfred Payton can't shoot outside and I know Frank will at least give us Frank spacing and defense. Like I knew, to me, it made sense a month, a month and a half ago. But yeah, but Tibbs is not gonna make a change right. in their rotation like that because somebody's playing badly for a couple of games. You can see he's gonna stick with his ten man rotation through hell and high water. So that's what it is. And so I mean, and then he got his favorite cats, Taj and Rose. They could play bad all season. They're gonna stay in the rotation. Yeah, so I feel you. So I, Frank is now in the rotation. I mean, Austin Rivers was out when Rose came. But now EP missed it. And EP was trying to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, he, knew his, he knew his job was about right, to get he knew, he, knew, he, knew, he knew what's up. You know what's up. He so, what's up. so now Frank is there. And I think Frank stays until he gets hurt or the Knicks go on some losing streak or something, which ain't going to happen. So, I mean, th- th- don't let them win these next three games because then you're going to see that this lineup stays until somebody gets hurt. Yeah. I, I will say that it's a good sign that, that, um, Tom is putting Frank in in closing moments is a good sign. I'll yeah, yeah. For defensive, pr- he took Randall out and put Frank in. Mm-hmm. And you know that, what I'm this first time I see him, okay, he's going offense, defense. For, okay, good. Like he's yeah. he's noticing the effect he has on the game. So yeah, that's and a it, good sign for for, for, for Frank off. High for the Frank High. It, it, it paid off. It paid off. Yeah, yeah. He was. 
Exactly. Exactly. Seven foot wingspan, man. Shoot. <laughs> Yo, a shout out to the super chat to Shout out to Kane Marco. Says Frank is just objectively better than Peyton. Elf puts up empty stats that don't contribute to winning. We win in spite of him. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hate on Elf so much, but I I tell you what, I would like I like the lineup as it currently is constructed. I like the lineup. Yeah, I did see a crazy stat. Shout out to uh, Schwinn who says kind of what Kane was saying. He was saying that um, Alfred Payton, even though he's scoring, his true shooting percentage is lower than Frank's was last year, even though he's scoring at a and higher think, rate right now. I think he's net negative in the starting five. Yeah, I think it's around like the 47% or something. So that that um, that um statement pretty much uh, matches that statistic, man. So yeah. I, 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 preaching, to the, preaching to the choir, bro. Preaching to the choir. Okay. Yeah, but that's what Tom <laughs> They asked him about, uh, well, of course, Berman. You know, why didn't you play Austin Rivers and you played Frank? And then Tom said, "I want to see. I want to see what Frank has. I want to see what he has." So that's what's up. That's what's up. It's his time to shine. Uh, no, no super chat. Shout out to, yo. Shout. I keep shout out to anybody who's going to donate super chats. It's going to go to the yeah, channel. Yeah. It's going to go to the writers. It helps to pay for everything. Expenses. It keeps everything going. I don't get Jordans with it. I pay people and get mics and audio equipment and cameras and all that stuff, all right? <laughs> so shout out to Ayo Powell who says, salute the Knicks time show, JLS Raw Metaphor. Can we finally stop playing and see our team as an official team? This is development. That's right. Explain, see, seeing as our team as an official team. Okay, you see, you, you mean as a winning team. Yes. And not as a, okay, I see what you're not saying. Not as a last place bottom feeding team everybody was predicting. You know right, right, right. Well, you know what? We're, we're growing into that, you know? We're growing yeah. into that. We're, yeah. we're growing into that. Like, right now, we're kind of testing out our legs. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's coming, man. With, with Julius Randle's, you know, um, rise, this really is something. Else. And the Tibbs defense that you knew he was going to bring, this is really. And now you're getting development. That's what I'm saying. People, like, somebody, it was some knucklehead. K, John, K, something, Jake, K. Some on one on, on TV uh, platforms talking about, you know, this team don't get hooked up on this team because in two or three years they're going to disappoint you. I'm like, who the hell? What's this guy talking <laughs> about, man? I mean, you can't, how are you going to predict what RJ is going to be in two years? Yeah, I, it's, it's ridiculous. be in two years. As, I'm no, like, man, come on, man. That's Nick Hate, man. This guy might be in New York, but he ain't with New York. No, nah, absolutely, man. And here's the thing about that, man. When Michael you, K, that's him. Michael. Yeah, my, yeah, when you follow the team for so long, you just assume bad things are going to happen, but we have a new regime, so you don't know what's going to happen right. from this point on. I will say this, though, is like we, we still have important decisions to make that can, um, you know, keep our success going long term. Like, we're going to have a Julius Randle decision to make uh, next season. That's going to be a, a, a big thing. Yeah, but I, I think I don't think that's a big problem because look, this year is going to be like because like okay, so next year this time we get to the end of the season, we could Julius is we got his bird right, so anybody can make any offer, we can match or or beat it, you know. Right. There's, there's no problem, and 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 we can sign him after we use our cap space to get if we can get a superstar, we could get the superstar and still resign Julius. Exactly, exactly. So we're in good shape. I'm not worried about Julius that too much. Really, I'm concerned with Obi. Yeah, and that you definitely concerned with Obi. And I'm concerned about Obi because they, they picked Obi because they were they were looking for a stretch four, man. I told y'all that yeah. they were putting it out there. We're looking for a stretch four. That's that's telling Randall, you know, I'm good, sorry, yeah. buddy, but you're not the guy. So then all of a sudden Randall becomes all-star stretch four. Mm-hmm. 40% so from now three. You, know, you could have picked somebody else, but now you picked Obi Toppin. I don't know. I'm concerned for Obi. I, I don't know what's going to happen with him. But Julius, if he continues like this, there's you know there's no decision to make. You sign him, and you max him, and that's it. He's done. That that might be the, if, if if he keeps this up next year, man. He's making it tough. I, I I'm I'm sure of that for sure. Some people are not on that side of signing him long term. I'm saying at this point, extend him for sure. Not extend him. Um, uh, pick up his option for sure. And all options are on the table. Yeah, you got to see what the, what's the market for him because he's gonna you got him for next year. That's no problem. But right. At the end of that, you got to see what the market is. If the market is whatever it is, you got to sign him. So, and you don't have to sign him right away. You could just wait until you use your cap space in other ways. This is what we've been saving the cap space for for this situation. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? We got into a deep like um, check out the latest Nick of Time show. Like I know 
we, we talk a lot about the rumors. This is like an episode we talking about All Star Derrick Rose first week, and we went on a whole tangent about rumors. So definitely check out that latest episode, Nick and Tom Show. It's that weekly recap show. Definitely check that out. We talk about that as well. All right. Um, we did get some info info wrong though. The CJ McCollum, CJ McCollum is not he's not expiring next year. He's extended for a few years, oh. bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he extended. He's okay. extended so a few years. I think. Yeah, yeah. He's off the table, so we we all right. So now, so CJ's off the table. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't really need Oladipo, especially at no max. And then and then, so we don't know what's going to happen with Zach Levine yet. Exactly, exactly. So everything yeah, is a wait and Chicago's see. Chicago's in the mix too. Chicago. Chicago's definitely in the mix, man. Exactly, Chicago's definitely in the mix. So it's not a foregone conclusion that Zach Levine is going anywhere right now because he can be happy where he is right now. It's like, it's funny. I, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with this trade. Dreadline because the the East is so wide open. It's mm-hmm. it's really hard to predict whether people are going to buy or sell because everybody is in the same boat. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that the top teams, the Nets, the Phillies, the Celtics, your your they're um, buying. Yes, they're buying because they want that piece that's going to help them. And, and so you got to figure out what are they looking for and see what they'll go after. But it's the decisions like I don't think the Knicks need to make any major decisions. We're still developing, so we don't need to make any major decisions this year. We need to just ride these yeah. dudes and see what we get out of them, man, see what we can get out of them, and then see what look back this summer and see what's available. Exactly. Like, Gary Trent Jr. If Gary Trent Jr. is available, we want to look then at go him. after him, for sure. Yeah. Now I'm with it. And shout out to Jay Boogie who made that suggestion like last week, and now I can't get Jack- Gary Trent out of my mind. Shout out to Jay Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good suggestion. Yeah, that was because we've, we've done deep dives on Gary Trent Jr. ever since he's uh, made that suggestion. We talked about him like three times since then. Yeah, he'd be a perfect <laughs> fit. Though. He'd be a perfect fit, man. Yeah, man. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's wrap up the show about your predictions for today's game. The New York Knicks are going to be facing the Detroit Pistons. Uh, okay. This is one. This is going to be a game where you know, Desmond Jr. He's playing better. Congrats to him. I know he's had a rough time here in New York. Um, I think they said I saw he, he's shooting like 50% from three right now. I'm not sure what the volume he's shooting on. He had 17, I think, his last game, too. Yeah, 17 his last game, so he's playing yeah. better. He's playing good. They're giving him minutes. He's playing good. Um, the Knicks win. Um, I'm thinking the Knicks will probably win a game that's going to be tight like the Timberwolves game from last week because they're tired. Right. And the bench have to come in and save them. Um the DSJ, I'm glad he's playing good. I hope he gets 40 tonight and then they lose, you know. So <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> but his his defense, you know, he's still, you know, he's be, he plays better defense than he played in Dallas, but they're still weak on the defensive side at the top of the at the point of attack. Uh so I, I think the Knicks, the Knicks are just a, a better team, right? Yeah, they are. I, I think if they play, they they're probably, you know, it'll be a tight game because it's back to back. But I think the Knicks will pull it out. I think he needs to pull it Yeah, and I think Derrick Rose is going to play well, too, because Derrick, um, when he was here, he played well versus he, – he didn't play – he played bad all year. Mm-hmm. And then when we played Dallas, do you remember what happened when he played all of a sudden? Yeah. All of a sudden, a time machine, a time machine yeah, happened. Time machine, yeah. It's <laughs> a vintage Derrick Rose. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I can see Dennis Smith Jr. playing um, – having a good game. I, I definitely feel like Derrick Rose is still gonna have a good game as well. Um, I do think we ultimately come out with the win, but I think if there is a if there is a game for the bench to shine, it will be this one because it's a back to back because the tr- Detroit Pistons are, are depleted right now. Yeah, depth is taking a hit. So yep. if we do, we're supposed to do. I I I think IQ is gonna have another twenty five point night. And That's what I'm saying. Unless he's off, I can see because the Nick bench, it, the Knicks are a better team, but their bench is way better than Detroit's. Way better right now. Right. Not even in the same universe. So I can see the bench coming off and, 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 and sealing this one for us at the end. Exactly. 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 So I think it's, I think it's, I think it, I'm pretty confident that this is a win. The win is in the back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't say it's going to be easy because it is a back to back. Yeah, but it is a back-to-back. I think, I think we end up – I would be glad if it was a blowout, but I think we're going to have a close game at the end, and we pull it out. Yeah, we definitely need these, man. We need to get over 500. We need to get That's over right. – this would be nice to get over 500, get some breathing right. room Plus, before. we got San Antonio. I'm concerned about exactly. San Exactly. So, uh, you know, they're playing really good basketball right now. Yeah, and, and um, what's he just came back to? We had a good game. Um, 
Uh, who the, who the, uh, the Toronto trade San Antonio to? I'm oh, you're talking about DeMar um, DeRozan. DeRozan, yeah. yeah, yeah DeRozan yeah. is playing good basketball, man. So <clears throat> I'm concerned. And, of course, DeJounte Murray is, is playing his, his mind out of his mind. So I really am concerned with, with, with the San Antonio. but And only because it's on the road after we play all these games. I mean, if you got if both teams had rest and we met in the playoffs, I wouldn't be concerned about the Knicks playing against San Antonio. But – I, yo, I love the way you talking. I'm talking spicy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would, this light work of San Antonio. We yeah, I'm not thinking, you know, but the <laughs> Knicks are going to be tired. San Antonio's at home for three games, that third game at home. The Knicks are coming off a of back-to-back and then traveling to San Antonio, which is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, so we'll see what happens. But uh, tonight, you're right. We need to win this game to get to 18 and 17 so that if we do lose to San Antonio, we still have uh, 500. All right. I do feel like we we might be starting to be a better offensive team lately. I feel like our pace is starting to pick up. We had oh yeah, four, 14 fast break points today. Um, we had 12 fast break points the game before. That's right. Um, the Derrick Rose installation is, uh, and maybe just the practice too, because I feel like the whole team is running more. So, no, they are. It's, it's it's a better flow, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, better flow. absolutely. Better flow. All right, salute. One more salute to the chat. That's our show. Um, like I said, tomorrow, please. Before you leave, please hit this thumbs up button to help us get seen. Uh, I know we just starting to get this post game show start started. Uh, I want to really pick up some momentum for the show so he gets a lot more people in here and get this popping as well. So thank you for everybody who rocks with the KOT show and Knicks Fan TV and everybody who just rocks with Knicks Nation in general. Shout out to everybody who supports us. Um, thank you for everybody who gives us super chats because you know it helps build the channel, helps us get mics, uh, cameras, uh, pay writers. I don't pocket it. I don't buy Jordans. I just help support and go to the channel. So shout out to everybody who supports us, all right? And to the chat. Oh yeah, we also have Cash App and, and PayPal too. If you want to donate to Cash App PayPal, PayPal. If you don't want to do the the super chat thing, so thank you, Fritz, for posting that information. But let me shout out everybody in the chat. Kevin Taylor. Hold on, let me get, let me get a nice shout out to Andrew. Yo, shout out to Andrew. I haven't seen Andrew in a minute. Shout out to Andrew Coladigi. Shout out to Kevin Taylor. He says, we should put Frank to shut down Dennis Smith Jr. Ooh, I would love to see that. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, I still remember when the Knicks played the Dallas Mavericks back in the day when Dennis Smith was at the Mavs, and Frank was clamping him up, and Dennis got pissed and pushed him to the floor. I still remember that. Yeah, not only that, you know your boy Luca don't want no parts of the Frank Hyde. You don't want to see the Frank. You don't want to see. Yeah, Frank. he don't want to see that Frank Hyde and Utsa. Well, he don't want no smoke. You know, he sure. don't want to see Frank Frankie Cat because Frankie put this shut down on Luca too. Exactly, put the clamps on him. He might try to dunk on KP. <laughs> exactly. Remember that he tried to. Dunk yeah, him? I did. I was the best. Yeah, that was the highlight of the show. I'm trying to dunk on KP. I love that, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him Alejandro says the offense is improving, is improving because we subtracted Elf. No lies, no lies <laughs> I ain't given. Gonna, I ain't gonna for that's true. No lies, no lies told. No lies told, no right? Lies. You ain't saying nothing. <laughs> you tell the truth. Ayo Powell says, "Can we bring up one of our centers from Westchester?" Who's there? Um, I haven't been. Yo, I have not been. Following the Westchester I'm centers. I'm not gonna be playing like no Westchester guy. No, he's definitely not. He's gonna he, trust a veteran. Yeah, he's sure. not gonna play no Westchester guy. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. No, you're right about that. You're mm-hmm. definitely right about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Jason M. He says the Spurs are playing on the second night of a back to back. They will be. They will. But they're okay. at home. Yeah, they were. They're playing Monday and they're playing us Tuesday. But they're playing at home and they played. Uh, I want to say they played last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, but they're all at home. They have travel at all. So they played last night. They played tomorrow. And this, we're the second part of a back-to-back for them. So that's a little bit, of, you know, evening up thing. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to Mount Town. He says, greetings from Israel. Okay, international. Shout out to Israel, man. Shout out to you. Rock and listen to KOT show, man. Glad to have you. Mazel tov. Yeah, mazel tov, man. <laughs> and shout out to Philip Ross, who I've seen you commenting earlier a few times. Shout out to you. It says if Julius keeps this up, it will be hard to see him leave. You know, you're right about that. You're right about he ain't that. Going Julius is staying, man. Yeah, he's all, the, all that Kentucky back up, he ain't going. <laughs> nah, you're right about that. Yeah. All right, all right, yo, that is our show. Raw, let them know where they can find you, sir. Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube. Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter. I don't have I Instagram account yet. I haven't had the time to think or even think about it. But right now, those are the two platforms. All right. 
yeah, definitely check him out. His content, he's always on point, as you can see from our conversation today. He's very knowledgeable, knows what he's talking about. I call him the IQ of the KOT, Rookie of the Year. Came in here and made an impact immediately. So shout out to Raw, man, all right? <laughs> and you know where to find me. You can find me on Instagram, too, at JLS Draws Things, if you want to. That's JLS Draws Things. I, I draw things. If you didn't know, artist. I did the logos, did the screens. Job, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Salute, salute. I designed our, our merch. Uh, I I made the um the screens for for uh, Knicks Fan TV. Made the screens for Knicks Fan TV. I do all that, man. I make stuff. I make stuff. Jailers draw things. I draw as well. Creativity. Creativity. Create motion graphics. Do motion graphics. I do all that. I do all that stuff. I do all that stuff. Jack of a lot of trades. All right. Also follow us on all channels. That's the KOT Show on Twitter. Uh, the Nick and Time Show on Instagram. And you're also on um, nicktimeshow.com on um, on our website as well. You can got a merch there. You can see our writers there. And you can enjoy a lot of Nick and Time Show content on there as well. All right. That is our show, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for watching us. We are out of here. <laughs>